You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Your Dose of Death Podcast. My name is Lauren Rosenberg. Thank you each and every single week of this podcast. You guys listen to it. It goes a long way. It's very much appreciated. Before we get into today's guest, just as always, my two big sponsors, Crimson Mask Apparel and Grateful Deathmatch. Thank you guys for sponsoring this show. Um, means the absolute world to me. But of course, you guys are here to um, hear from my guest, someone who has really been making waves and not just the deathmatch scene, but just in wrestling in general, someone who really came, it really came out of nowhere, who is now a perennial regular at the likes of H2O, Beyond, No Peace, you name it. And of course, we're going to be talking about two big shows she's on coming up with ISW and H2O. I am joined none other than by the girl from Ocean Avenue herself, Kennedy Copeland. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm trying to keep it together right now. <laughs> I know. In case you, in case we keep it in or not, her her um, her foster failure Peter was just being a goof earlier. <laughs> He's a dog, by the way, not a yes. child. Uh, no, like- <laughs> no, hell no. A foster. Oh, I think most people God. would know, but anyways. Um, oh my God! Could you imagine calling a child? <laughs> uh, and yes, yeah. my dog's name is Peter. Yes. Oh my um, goodness. We're off yeah, to a great start. We, I'm sorry. I was going to say, we're flying right now. <laughs> flying flags real high here. Oh but, my God. Um, um, thank, flags. But of course, um, thank you for taking time of your busy schedule. I know you're a busy Oh yeah, gal. sorry. Rest- I had to reschedule no, on you. Nah, you're good. Because um, <laughs> of dogs, man. Dogs, right? I mean, you're you're a dogs, dog person. Right? You're a wrestler. You're <laughs> an expert in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You're all over the place. But of course, you still have time for me, um, which is very much appreciated to me as well as the listeners. But of course, um, how have you been these these last few weeks for you? Have been a hell of a ride. Let's oh put it like that. God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> um, in case okay. you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. And of, I mean, of course, you just won the H2O Hybrid Championship, which is an incredible feat. Congratulations. Thank and you. You're welcome. I still can't believe it happened. <laughs> um, and of course, as well, I mean, you've been with Beyond. You were on the IWTV 100, or the Untitled Show, I should say, yeah. as well with uh, Megan Bain, which is a huge, huge test right there. I know the two of you were having some friendly banter, to say the least. <laughs> yeah and then she threw me around it was a grand <laughs> and of time. course and of course um want to give a shout to our good mutual friend steven for getting that amazing design of you with the syringe as well which is now a shirt on De- uh, another friend of the show deathmatch worldwide which you guys can buy on deathmatch worldwide if you just look up kennedy copeland is on there um yeah you've been a regular no piece which is kind of a crazy deal of course you made your debut yeah. with no piece wrestle me a weekend to yeah. now being a regular oh dang you did your research <laughs> I, I know what's up people think i'm just d- doing this on the fly but anyways i can barely keep track of my own stuff so that's impressive um but i know from 
experience. I know the very first time I think many people saw you was the mystery theater special that H2O put on and you faced G Raver. And of course the viral sensation clip of you taking the tattoo needles was really (laughs) um, kind of like the first, like, Oh, this girl's about it. She's for real. Um, Yeah. I got a couple followers after that. (laughs) Yeah. Just a couple. And I think um, from there, I think your rise to stardom really started, but my first kind of question for you really is um, looking back at that night with Raver to now, um, how, how do you reflect on everything that you've been able to accomplish? Well, first off, I pretty much owe him my entire career. Um, and it's funny because none of that was actually supposed to happen. Um, I, was, I was originally scheduled to face somebody else, um, unfortunately for them. They were injured, uh, and while I would never wish injury upon anybody, unless I really dislike you, no, um, <laughs> I, you know, within less than a week's notice, um, I found out I was facing G Raver, and I was just like, hold up, <laughs> um, and yeah, it just it all went from there, and I never would have. I'm still in disbelief that all of this is happening. And um, I think it's crazy. I guess you would say it's really a blessing in disguise. Yeah. One thing doesn't happen, but the other does. And now you're all, it really seems like you're all over the Eastern seaboard at this point. And especially considering, as I said before, you made your no peace debut, which many, I think caught a lot of people off guard, especially with everything that happens mania week. But I think for Mm -hmm. me, the biggest surprise was like, Kenny Copeland making her debut at No Peace, which is a, which is like the No Ring Deathmatch promotion of the United States. You don't talk about that genre of wrestling without talking No Peace. Mm-hmm. And now you've been a regular, which of course we we've seen some pretty um, crazy things happen your way from <laughs> the, in, the infamous Jamie Senegal match on Fourth of July to um, being a part of the historical all women's No Ring Deathmatch with you, Casey Cantal, Kelsey Reagan, and others, um, which, of course, brought us the infamous syringe shot that has now been immortalized on a shirt. Um, what has your experience <laughs> been like with the No Peace guys? I'm just i always curious to hear anyone's experience about them. I, it is, I can't even describe it. It's, it's something that you have to experience. Um, and again, I never really thought I would find myself doing that as well. Um, I remember one night, you know, I had the night off. And so I just flipped on IWTV and I was like, no piece, like, what is no piece underground? And I was like a no ring death match. Like what, what the hell am I watching basically? And then it really suckered me in. And so I just, again, I find it hard to believe that I'm there, you know, and it's, it's, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I really wouldn't. It's um, it's a weirdly a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I mean, think it's just, you just kind of go into it knowing you're going to get hurt, so you're just kind of like, "What's the stupidest stuff I can do?" <laughs> I was going to say, can, going off of what you just said, I was going to say that Jamie Senegal match was really the pinnacle of what you <laughs> just said. With if, if you've not seen this match, I highly recommend it because the two of you just basically went out there and said, "Let's just do this dumbest shit." It's Fourth of July. We're with our friends. Have let's a just, good time. Let's, let's just put some fireworks in some interesting places and go from there. 
Um, what was your mind going through with just that entire match? Because I know that was one that really caught a lot of people off guard. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we were just like, let's do jackass stuff. And I, my inner child was like, hell yeah. Cause I, I probably shouldn't have, but like, I grew up on that. So <laughs> to relive it was, was great. I think a lot of us grew up in jackass, so it's not any. <laughs> I don't think that makes it any better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean, considering there's another movie coming out, it's almost fitting that we talk about it. Of course. <laughs> Cheap plug. Cheap plug, we're not, right? we're not sponsored by them. Yeah, I was going to say, John, I, I, a fun story, I did run into Johnny Knoxville in an airplane, so. Did you really? Yeah, I was flying back oh. home on a vacation and his entire family was on it, and I'm, I'll tell you this afterwards, but they were just not pleasant to deal with. So, um, but anyways, I want to get into just um, what made you discover deathmatch wrestling, and what made you want to try this? Is actually a fan question. This one specifically, I just want to give a shout out to Sean Taggart, who asked this question. Like, when did you discover deathmatch, and what about the style uh, made you want to try it, and just become someone who regularly does it? I don't think there's one set point where like I discovered it um it was something I always knew about you know I remember watching like highlight videos of CZW and I'm like this sh- am I I'm allowed to curse right yeah absolutely <laughs> go ahead oh, okay I was like this shit is wild so I've known about it um I just never really thought I would be a part of it because it's not that like I didn't have any interest but I I guess it's one of those things where like I didn't quite know how um so Again, I, it was a blessing in disguise that I just sort of stumbled upon it. Um, and really, it all started with G-Raver. And when that was announced, everyone was like, have fun taking tattoo needles. And I was like, I guess I'm taking tattoo needles. Like, <laughs> I was just like, okay, this is what we're doing. And I was like, it can't be that bad. Like, I have some. So, you know, I have tattoos. But having them stick in your forehead and, like, trying to balance them, that's yeah. a weird sensation. But okay. it was like... One that I was, I don't know, I was really proud of myself that I took it and did it. Um, and I think from there, I was just like, what else can I do? <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of this is just sort of like challenging myself. That's a good way to put it. It's definitely a different way to look at deathmatch wrestling, which I think yeah. this is why I do this podcast is I get different ideas of why people do deathmatch wrestling. So I think it definitely mm-hmm. helps that you really just landed upon it and now look at you you're an entrant in the tree on deathmatch tournament you've done deathmatches yeah I, on a somewhat consistent I, basis <laughs> yeah i'm very lucky to have these opportunities so i think that's why i'm trying to take as many as i can and just run with them um so one this is one of the four from our good friend <laughs> and count out podcast colleague sky who had a multitude of questions for you considering hi sky hi sky um, so how did the nickname the hardcore daughter come about? That came from uh, a Twitter page actually, and it came out right after um Hardcore Kingdom. Okay. And I believe it's Freebirds. Oh, um, Taka Freebirds. I know yes, yeah. Taka. And so they, you know, they posted like a review of the match and, and whatnot. Um, and so I did the translate and it said hardcore daughter, and I just fell in love with it. Like, oh my god. So I, you know, was very appreciative of that. So I wanted to run with that as well. Okay. Well, another question. This is there's one we're gonna do kind of a bit of a throwback here. This is kind of a funny one that came my way. It was 
were you in any art programs in your youth? Because someone thought you seemed like a band kid. A band kid. I have, I wish I was. Um, I mean, I, I tried to play the flute in like fifth grade, but that's kind of hard <laughs> when you don't know how to read music notes. So I couldn't. Um, uh, and I don't like play a little bit of bass. I only know like the tabs. Okay. Um, but no, I was more of like a, a film and video okay. kind of girl. Yeah. Okay. Who, who said that? Um, I'm trying to remember who. They were, but someone, they were close. It was, it was someone on the World of Deathmatch Discord. I'm trying to, I forget who, but someone was like, oh, I thought she was a band kid. So, um, <laughs> enough, no, I so... wasn't cool enough for them because I, I like didn't listen to the muse or something like that. So they didn't like me. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They like shunned oh. me. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, um, so another question that I have, I'm trying, I forget who, but if, um, I, all these questions have either been from, of course, Sky or other people who were part of the World of Deathmatch Discord as well. That's where they got most of these. Um, someone asked, is there anyone in the scene you you still have your sights set on that you'd like to test yourself against? And I think this is a good one considering really a lot of what you've done is really like to put yourself to the test. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, and I wish I could answer it. Um, there have been a few, um, a few names that I've seen going around, um, but I don't want to spoil anything just yet. So okay, you have to keep your eyes peeled. Okay, I think that's I think that's a very respectable answer. <laughs> I agree with that. So How I keep y'all on your toes. Ex- exactly. I was gonna say. Um, so this is another one from Sky actually. When with you holding the hybrid championship, who are some dream opponents for you, either in H2O or in other companies? Ah. Oh gosh, that kind of ties in with the last one. (laughs) But (laughs) oh my god, this is what I was afraid of is like not having good answers. No, you're good. So to kind of go off of that though, I will ask you about one of the big events you have coming up, Destiny coming up Halloween night, the FMWE, oh. HO Collaborative. You are a part of history in that show. You are defending the HO hybrid title against five other women. I believe that's the first time ever the HO hybrid title has been defended in an all women's match. It has to be. I feel as though it is. I mean, You'd have to, you have to. I am the first female champ. You so. are the first female champ as well, which is big in its own right. I mean, Matt Tremont has a lot of faith in you, but of course, he has a lot of faith in you to book you against four other fine competitors in the forms of Mickey Knuckles, in the forms of Casey Catal, mm. in the form of Jenny Rose, former ROH star. I've, I've, I'm blanking on a, a few other names. Oh. Kelsey. Masha Slamovich. Masha Slamovich you as well. You TNA knockout. So yes. like no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. What is your mindset going into that match itself? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even know. So, okay. Tremont loves to do this thing where he just like drops bombshells on me. Uh, like I, I didn't even know until he announced it that I was going up against Gregory Iron for the hybrid championship. So I found out literally when he announced it. I'm backstage. I'm like, what? <laughs> Ask the people that were around me. Um, and yeah, so I I honestly thought 
because I'm in the, the deathmatch tournament that I thought I was going to have a Halloween night off to just kind of watch and enjoy. <laughs> but uh, then he's like, oh, my B forgot to send you this. And he sends me the match graphic. And I'm just like, well, that's if I survived the tournament. So yeah. <laughs> there's just a lot going on. Well, I mean, I, I think it's almost it is almost fitting that you are a part of that show because it it is I'm very H2O, honored to be. I mean, you're on the same card as an Onita Tremont. Barbara. <laughs> what is your you life? Know, what is like, your I have life? to keep No, seriously. I don't know. I was hoping you could tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I can't I I literally cannot even. Um so it was this was another one I quite asked by Sky, which you kind of slightly answered. But what was your initial reaction winning the hybrid championship? I think a lot of people seemed like the reaction that you had on camera <laughs> was definitely one people thought like, oh, like, did she not know until she walked out the curtain that she was going to win? Or like, what was your reaction? Uh-huh. I mean, just about. No, I, I guess I just. I'm kind of a like seeing is believing kind of person. And like this even pertains to like my real life. Like I just. Oh God, I don't even know if I can be saying this yet. Oh, <laughs> no, but like, I just got offered like a different position at work that I was very excited to take. But like at the same time, I don't ever like to get my hopes up because mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like taken away. So the fact that like had the title in my hands, I was like, this is legit. So that was a, a very genuine reaction. That was a very genuine. <laughs> I think a lot of people were really surprised. I, I myself, I was like, she won the belts. <laughs> I'm not. Like I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like I, I saw that. I was like, Kennedy won the belt. What the hell is life right now? So I think a lot of people are just really happy I for just, you. Oh well, I appreciate that. <laughs> um. So I am curious though. Like, who were your like top influences? Ah. Uh oh, your video. It's fine. Sorry. Um, no, you're good. Sorry, well, I was trying to swipe up my siblings. We have a group text and they're just blowing it up. I'm like, guys, I'm trying to do something. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, we were all laughs here on your dose of death podcast. You just know. Um, who were some of your top influences or match wrestling matches or wrestlers that when you grew up, you were like, oh, this is the person I want to be like? Um, I mean, I always had a thing for Edge, which I feel like is no secret. um yeah like I I don't know I just ever since I the first time I ever laid my eyes on him mind you I was like five years old (laughs) I was smitten um so definitely him um I was always obsessed with like Mickey James growing up too so and I always found that ironic because I'm like oh she's obsessed with Trish and I'm obsessed with her (laughs) so like low-key following her footsteps (laughs) that's amazing Um, and honestly up until recently like this is always kind of just like a not an extra but like I don't know what the word is I'm looking for um but like I never really truly appreciated him growing up um I I mean I guess in a way I did because I hated him as a heel he was just doing his job you're supposed to so I am very influenced by Kurt Angle um, I wish I could bring like half that intensity to the ring. Um, so he's somebody that I'm trying to, uh, to channel, you know? Okay. 
I can see I can see the Kurt Angle in you a little. <laughs> I can see it. You're just saying that. No, I actually can't. It's, it's in there somewhere. It, it's in there somewhere because you always do get passion in your matches and you're always trying to like get the crowd <laughs> hyped up. So it definitely is a very Kurt Angle-esque kind of thing. Um, so going into 2021, I, I'm, I don't know what your goals were for 2021, but I'm pretty sure you probably crossed them all off the board. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I I don't think I really set any. Okay, so hear me out. <laughs> um, so this was actually something that I had to like discuss with my therapist because I was like, <laughs> so she basically had to tell me to set attainable goals. Yeah. Um. So I mean, you know, we all want to work for like big companies and whatnot, but she had to explain to me like that's you know that's not necessarily in my control, so that's not. Not that it's not a feasible goal, but like try to set intentions. So my intention is always to just, you know, like not half-ass and whatnot. Hopefully, you know, from there, one of those big companies will see that and take note. Um, So Mm -hmm. I truthfully didn't actually have any goals (laughs) going into any of this. Um, Well, let's look flash forward to 2022. Because someone, oh want, so someone wanted to ask you, do you have any 2022 goals? Have you thought about anything on those lines? Um, let me just make it through this year first. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. I might die. Like, <laughs> I got a I'll wild couple that. weeks coming up. So, you know what? My Okay, my goal is to just get there. How does that sound? Okay, sounds uh, good. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, um, January 1st, 2022. If I'm still here, I'll be like, woohoo, my resolution's <laughs> complete already. Um, and then <laughs> so, I think the same person, I'm trying, I forget who, but whoever asked this, they're like, how would you feel about an appearance in Terminal Survival 7 next year? YOLO. But that's YOLO. Probably, I feel like, okay, I feel like that's not a good reason. <laughs> you only live once, you know, like. <laughs> That'd be a fun one to talk That's to. That's why you shouldn't be doing these things. <laughs> but now, well, whatever comes my way, I mean, I just, I guess what I'm hoping for is just to continue this role of momentum I've been on. But we'll see. Yeah, I was going to say. It's not always up to me. We'll see. Um, so, someone, this is kind of a funny one. Someone wanted me to ask this. I know you do have a match during the night of Destiny, but my one dear friend wanted to ask how close will you be for Onita Trima? Not at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm terrible. I hate loud noises. I can't even do like thunder. Really? Like, yeah. I can't do fireworks. I, my dad growing up would always get tickets to like, you know, raw and stuff. Yeah. Um, and there'd always be an extra one. Cause I wouldn't go. Cause I couldn't do the pyro. Oh, so yeah. like, I, yeah, I'm gonna be watching from afar, but still, yeah. like you know, you'll be in the vicinity. To be a part of it. Yeah. Okay, okay. There you go. <laughs> um, the witness history. And, That's a really good question. Yeah. Um. So my this is the last fan question. I've gone through almost all of these because y'all are crazy. Which, by the way, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who did ask a question. You guys are the best because this just makes us way more fun. As you see, Kennedy's having a ball with these questions. <laughs> I am. I'm like um, people actually give a shit. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> what I think. So I just want you guys to know because I had this conversation with Kennedy before. Like, I know personally, like you have been having a few, there's a few rough days, and we all have those kind of days. 
But like these questions are just, they're really a testament to how people have been paying attention and to the inspiration you've been to several people. I mean, I know Sky, who is a part of the wrestling community now, she's trained to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has listed you on multiple occasions to me, as well as to our colleagues at the Count Out Network. It's um, a whole thing. Like she, she looks up to you. So I know, I just want you to know, I mean, Yes, we've had rough days, but people really do care like about you and care what you do. So I think these questions are a true testament to the kind of work you put in as well. So I know you have yeah, appreciated yeah. them. It's a it's a good reminder, you know, and like because it's right there in front of me. So I'm like, okay, yes, it's there. So, Whereas like when I'm just by myself, I'm like, nope, nobody cares. <laughs> so this last question kind of goes back to the five way. Um, is there any extra pressure going into that five way or is it really just another chance for you to do your thing? Oh, there's always pressure. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I literally, I was going through everybody. I'm like, you have Masha who even before she, you know, she's recently got signed to TNA, but even before that I've, we've danced, uh, several times and every time it's a blast, but I have yet to have a victory over her. So that right there is going to be a challenge. Um, Jenny Rose, you know, I know she's, she's trained with ring of honor. She's trained in Japan. So I'm like, my God, that's another, that's another feat. I'm going to have to get over Uh, Mickey knuckles. I just barely scraped by, you know, and then there's Casey who also holds a victory over me. So I'm just kind of like, well, (laughs) yeah. I mean, looking at that field, I mean, I mean, you've wrestled both, almost all of the competitors. I know. I think Jenny Rose, you haven't wrestled, correct? Correct. Yep. I, I've seen her a time or two at the H2O Center, though. Yes. Um, but that's, you know, seeing her and being it's in the different. ring with her are yeah. two different things. Yeah. So. Um, but in all honesty, I mean, yeah, there is pressure. But, I mean, this is a historical card. I mean, I, I know I'm not the one to give advice sage advice anyways <laughs> I'll, but I'll take whatever i can get <laughs> but like i think for anyone a part of that historical card i mean you if you probably heard it all from treatment about how onita's bringing all the the goods and all that but like just taking the moment i mean you're literally wrestling in a baseball stadium which is oh for most people God. which is for most people it's like oh it's wrestling in a baseball stadium but for some people who've never done it before you're right. relishing a moment. I mean, this is a this is a very high gate. This is a gate that I know in the deathmatch community I've heard from. People are very excited for this show. And the fact that you're a part of a historical card like this and being on this card, not just being a spectator for one. Mm-hmm. This is a this is nothing yeah. short of an incredible moment. So I mean, take it all in. Take it all in. This is I, listen. A huge I'm just I'm just stoked to have plans on Halloween for once. Like, <laughs> so the fact that I get to do all this crazy shit, it's unreal. It is. And so, um, yeah, that's the last of the fan questions because everyone's like, oh, I want fan questions. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but really just kind of to wrap it up. I mean, you also have the week before Halloween, you have a big thing coming up isw slamtasia the big house block party of course you're in the main event the million blocks <laughs> death match of course i'm just gonna 
pull up here real quick. So give me just a hot second while I pull this insane matchup because this is really an insane matchup. And it's, it's crazy that you are even just a part of it. But of course, it's crazy that I'm debuting and I'm in the main event. Like why does not why, but like, how does this stuff keep happening? How do I keep finding myself in these predicaments? (laughs) It's it's like the movie. It's like the movie. It's like, the you know you remember the movie trace where it's like oh like you're going through a bump or whatever it's like oh hey it's me you're wondering how I got here it's like one of those oh like record scratch yeah, yeah the record that's scratch entire, that's, like, that's been my entire year <laughs> um but this match in case anyone is really curious because this is an awesome main event Chef Cannibal Kennedy Copeland Lucky Thirteen Orin Vite Bastion Snow and of course the Queen of the blocks deathmatch Addie Star returning to the United States in a million blocks deathmatch. What is your mindset going into that one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard for me to wrap my mind around all of this. Um, I mean, for one, I I'm very excited to face Addie because we were supposed to have a singles match at WWR uh, okay. plus. Um, which unfortunately did not happen. So I'm excited to step in the ring with her. Um, I'm a little nervous because uh, I've teamed with Cannonball, but I've never been opposing him. So that'll Mm -hmm. definitely be interesting. And just, again, you know, this is my debut for Interspecies and it's the main event and there's going to be a bunch of blocks. Like what? A bunch more like near a million. So, Oh my God. Um, that's, that's one I, um, of course yours truly will be flying in for that show. I'm really excited to see you as well, everyone else. Of course, I'm a big sponsor of that show. If you've not checked out the card, it's a really awesome card. Top to bottom H2O students, veterans of the game, all will be there. Of course. Um, if you guys know my good friend, Sean Henderson, as well as hosting his international food fight, <laughs> which um, I'm looking forward to that one. That is going to be a fun one. Of course, um, many your dose of death alumni will be on that show. N- newly anointed as well. Kennedy Copeland will be in the main event. Um, that's just a, it's a really fun show. It's going to be October 23rd. So mm-hmm. by the time this is released, it'll be the week of, so this will be kind of like your ISW primer per se to get to <laughs> know the one the only kennedy Copeland, but of course kennedy thank you for being on this this has really been an absolute blast um really glad thank we made this work you. out you're, you're yes, welcome i'm glad it happened um so we're about wrapping it up but of course i like to do this with all my guests um this is near the time where i'm just like plug away your stuff if you have anything to plug if you have anything you want to share, just anything on your mind or anything in your end, the floor is yours, my friend. You don't want to know what's on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So, oh God, I should always, I always feel like I need to be prepared for this. Um, but if you want to follow me on Instagram, um, it's the Kennedy Copeland. If you want to follow me on Twitter, um, if you don't already follow me, that'd be, you know, much appreciated. Um, but on Twitter, it's, uh, I I always have to explain it because uh. every handle that I wanted was taken. So I had to go with Kennedy Copeland, but wherever there should be an E, there's a three in place of it. Um, and then don't bother trying to find me on Facebook because I just 
shit post memes and stuff there. So I don't actually, <laughs> I don't actually ever like, I have so many friend requests that I'm just kind of like, I'll get to it. <laughs> and then uh, I never do. Um, um, and then I'm going to be like Bob Barker and be like, spay and neuter your animals. Preach. <laughs> you said Preach. whatever is yeah, on Yeah, I did. So. That's exactly the space that I make it to be. So, I mean, it really is. Thank awesome. you for this platform. <laughs> anytime i mean I, I it's funny people are always like oh he's just doing it for himself i'm like no this is for the wrestlers the people who are part of deathmatch wrestling any way they possibly are of course <laughs> you yourself being a being a wrestler but really it's a, it's about you guys and what you guys do in this business and i mean and i how many years have you been wrestling like as of today um I never know how to answer this because I've taken uh professionally. Couple, professionally. I I would say fairly consistently since twenty fifteen. That's when I had like oh. my first official match. Okay. Um couple hiatuses here and there, but all together since then. Okay, since twenty fifteen. I mean it's been about a good six years then. Yeah, so I'm very grateful that I'm finally finding my place in all of this because I never thought I would. Well, I mean, that, that that's always the, as you heard it from her, it's always like the true underdog stories. Those are kind of my favorites. <laughs> the true like rags <laughs> to riches. I've, I've, I've said that to several guests, but with you, Kennedy, it really is true. I mean, you've found your way and I think we've seen your star shine brighter than I think most have expected. And that's the best thing you can possibly ask for. So guys, I mean, you heard it from Kennedy, spay new to your dogs. Um, <laughs> and cats. And cats as well. <laughs> Don't leave them out. Be kind to animals, you know, yeah. the, the whole shebang. But um, if you if you ha- aren't planning on seeing her wrestle, you should. She will be on the October 23rd ISW show. She will be a part of the historical um, Halloween show for Destiny, of course, as well. We didn't even touch on it, but the Tremont Deathmatch Show, which I am also sponsoring, which is crazy to me still. But <laughs> you, you were entering you numero uno. You were entering numero uno out of 16 people who are going to be in that tournament. Um, which, That's wild. <laughs> yeah, of course, um, just going to kind of quickly, I mean, you, Mickey Knuckles, Neil C- Diamond Cutter, Lucky 13 just got announced, Austin Luke, Anthrax, Gigi Everson. I know I, I'm amazed at myself of remembering all these names, but really <laughs> – this is an awesome death match. Brandon Kirk. Kondo, Brandon oh. Kirk. You have some incredible names in this tournament. Of course, I'm speaking with the OG, the number one entrant in this tournament. Of course, um, Kennedy, I hope you kill into that tournament. I, I, you're my pick to win. So, <laughs> Thank you. Some, something's going to get killed. <laughs> <laughs> Something or someone's going to get killed. But, but it's, it's uh, you know, safe, safe bet. But, um, guys, I mean, definitely keep an eye on Kennedy Copeland. She has really been killing it everywhere she goes. Um, but I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I, I for one, did because this has been a blast to talk to you, Kennedy. Um, <laughs> I but, enjoyed it myself. Well, awesome. As you heard it from Kennedy Copeland, this is Lauren Rosemary wishing you guys a good day, good night, whenever you're listening to this. And stay safe out there, y'all.
This has been a Countout Podcast.